From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Friday, November 24th. I'm Sarah Reif. Santa Rosa City Councilman Chris Rogers has joined the race for the 2nd District Assembly seat after Assemblymember Jim Wood announced that he will not run next year. Rogers has been on the City Council for seven years, two of them as mayor. Climate change is a major consideration for him. We started with water. Water is going to be phenomenally important to our communities. It's the most valuable resource, and we need to make sure that we have a really clear understanding of not just how much we have, but how that allocation can go the furthest and make sure that other types of mandates, such as housing mandates, uh, understand what's possible in these small rural communities that we represent to make sure that we are not over-impacting our ecology and that we aren't substituting economy for quality of life and, and living here on the North Coast. One of the things that we've been very cognizant of in Santa Rosa is citing housing where it's appropriate in our downtown and incentivizing it and doing things that the, that the state has later tried to mandate because that's the appropriate place to place it, while also then defending other jurisdictions' ability to have their own local control and cite housing in an appropriate way for them. I'll give you a great example. Uh, states legislation that allows buy-right housing in the WUI, the Wildland Urban Interface. We have fought against that as a council. We fought against that as a county because we've been impacted by wildfires. And making sure that local jurisdictions, yes, still have to build the housing that they need. Yes, still have resources to the dollars that they need to build that housing because affordable housing is ex- exceptionally expensive to, to build but also giving them the local control to make sure that they're able to mitigate flood, mitigate fire, mitigate the other impacts of climate change that we talked about in their construction. One of the accomplishments that you listed was making sure that Santa Rosa had a balanced budget when you're on the the city council. And Mendocino has some budget woes and the state has come in to audit. What impact do you think that you could have as an assembly member on on helping us with our financial woes if if we need more state involvement. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a master's in public administration uh, that has specific uh, budgeting uh, classwork and coursework and a specialty in it. Uh, We played hopscotch with our budget during disasters in Santa Rosa, uh, draining our reserves, rebuilding our reserves, draining our reserves. Uh, And so it's been a critical focus for me to make sure that my community uh, was sustainable. One of the things that'll be extremely cognizant of as an assembly member is unfunded state mandates that are pushed down to the county and pushed down to the cities. We already know that their budgets are stretched thin and additional state requirements that don't come with funding means that oftentimes we're having to choose between what Sacramento wants us to do and what our community needs us to do. We're seeing across the state opioids and as well fentanyl uh, has been a big issue. There are resources that are out there, but oftentimes small communities can't go after them because they don't have the technical expertise and don't have the budget size to bring in consultants or grant writers. One of the things that we'll continue to do is to push for in specific pots of money, whether it's coming out of the budget, dedicated funding for small communities to get that assistance, to make sure that they can go after the state and the federal dollars and compete. Um, I'm actually a big supporter of CalCare, making sure that particularly in rural communities, low-income folks have access to the care that they need and that our service providers are making what they need to make to be able to live in our communities. 
we're losing health professionals to other states because the high cost of living living and the quality of life has decreased for those individuals through the pandemic. The the figure that Mendocino County is 45th in the state in terms of, of health impacts and the health care is really expensive and there's no competition. There's very few providers that take Medi-Cal up here as well. Uh, and that's a lifeline to many of our residents that are living here. So you need to create specific incentives, not just for folks to take Medi-Cal, but for them to take it in rural communities. And then, as I mentioned, access to broadband, to be able to do more telehealth and really amplify and have force multipliers for our healthcare system is going to be really important for places like Crescent City. And how can you incentivize healthcare providers when there's no competition and they're like, what do we need an incentive for? Like, <laughs> how does that work? No, exactly. And that's why that's why oftentimes rural communities are left behind uh, because people are focused on where, quite frankly, there's more numbers, whether it's San Francisco uh, or San Jose. And so we need to make sure that the state is requiring folks to have a presence, to have service providers. Uh, that's why I mentioned CalCare is uh, having one system uh, that folks can be in uh, is really important. So kind of a mix of incentives and requirements. Like you have to fill a mandate, but it's not going to be an unfunded mandate. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. The second assembly district stretches from Sonoma County to the Oregon border. It's largely rural, underfunded, and underrepresented, which means its infrastructure needs often get left out of the state's considerations. I currently chair the Sonoma County Transportation Authority. Uh, I help represent not just Santa Rosa, but Cloverdale and Sebastopol and other small communities that oftentimes are looking at how to increase their their headwinds on their public transit so that it's usable for folks. Uh, and we do see this fiscal cliff that we hear about for all transit agencies across the state. Uh, but we never have heard leading up to this how difficult it's been for rural communities in particular. Only now that it's impacting Golden Gate Transit in San Francisco and others, is it urgent? We need this to be urgent until we solve it in all of our communities along the North Coast. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reif. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.